It's time for the top four at four with Lavac and Gaz. All right, time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It is brought to you by our good friends over at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? Levac, let's talk about the college football bowl season. It continues to roll on, and we got a bowl game tonight. We've got uh, the- are, are you referring to the Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl? Uh, yes, I am, Live, live from uh, Frisco, Texas, I believe, Toyota Stadium, where the FCS Championship game will be played. Whoa. Is that what you're referring to? I, I am. I'm very impressed. I, I thought I was going to have to cover a bunch of that. That's pretty good. I, I don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about it later. I don't want to I, I, I don't want to ruin what I have. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I don't want to. Okay. UTSA right. versus Marshall. All right. I the see. The Thundering Herd versus the Roadrunners. Even though it's a medium where we can't see things. I can see what you're putting down right here. Can I you? see that you've done some research on the Coffee Frisco Bowl. Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl, please. Please. How dare you besmirch the good name of Scooter's Coffee. Yeah, I will. And by the way, how do we get Scooter's Coffee? Because I feel like I want to try it. <laughs> you know what? I'm going on to story three. You right. know we're going to get more out of LeVac here in this 4 o'clock hour about that bowl game Scooter's in particular. We'll move on to story number three here. It involves the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons continue to try to figure out uh, who's the quarterback. Mm. For the third time this season, there's going to be another quarterback under center. Not because of injury. The Atlanta Falcons are turning to quarterback Taylor Heineke after the loss to the Carolina Panthers over the weekend. Well, first we had Desmond Ritter as the quarterback. Then it was Taylor Heineke. Then it was Desmond Ritter. Now it's Taylor Heineke again. LeVac, we talked about this way back in October and November, that it felt like a lot more about the Falcon organization and the offense and the actual quarterback play. We were right. We smelled it out. What do we make with the Falcons here? Is this desperation for Art Smith? A bad organization? Or are they already targeting a quarterback in 2024 and saying, who is it? Daniels? May? Williams? No matter what, we got a new one. Or D, all of the above. I think I think this is one of those situations where you, you see a guy like like Artie Farty, Arthur Smith, <laughs> um, he, where he's, he's able to be successful with like a Ryan Tannehill. Or you know a Marcus Mariota or, or whatever he's he's able to run a decent offense with those kind of guys and he goes any quarterback works under my brilliant system I deliver just like my dad who invented FedEx like he just he's all full of himself and then he gets stuck with Desmond Ritter and, and Taylor with what's left of Taylor Heineke like as good as Heineke has been in small windows there's a reason he's available so I think it's just I think it's a, a ping pong game to see. You know, if you can squeeze something out of Ritter, maybe between now and the end of the season, you know, pull him out. Hey, watch how this works. Go back in. And then ultimately, yeah, either end up with a new quarterback, new coach, or a combination of the two. It's very depressing to say this when it comes to sports or a job or a relationship. But this sense can sometimes be true. No one could have had success in that situation. It's true. Like, oh. this is a situation for the Falcons. Because what is Desmond Ritter doing that Taylor Heineke isn't doing it? What is Taylor Heineke doing that Desmond Ritter isn't doing? We're talking about Art the Fart, who earlier this season thought, you know, I don't know about Bijan Robinson at the goal line. What? Like, that's your best player. I don't know about our offensive line play. Maybe we got to do something a little bit different on pass protection. Get the quarterback killed? Like, hey, you know that top 10 wide receiver pick we used on Drake London, who was one of the best wide receivers in college? Maybe we should get him involved in the offense more. Duh! From LeVac's quotes. Mm. Hey, remember Kyle Pitts, a generational talent at tight end? How come he's not good in our offense? I don't know. How many more examples do you need? Like everybody on this team has so much hype around them.
but it's not working out. Jesse Bates, I believe, still play, played for the Falcons, was one of the best defensive players in the NFL. Sometimes situations don't work. I don't care who's a quarterback for the 2023 Falcons. Nobody's having success out there because how bad that coaching staff Quick is. Quick excuse. Calvin Ridley goes off the rails. That sets you back. You thought you had your number one receiver. Uh, Pitts hasn't been 100% healthy. There are some excuses out there, but again, it just, I think it's, it, it feels feels like a little bit of arrogance on, on Arthur Smith's part. Like, I can make this work with anyone. Really? No, you can't. Jesse Bates is awesome, by the way. I don't, I don't like to root for a lot of players in the NFC South. He's one of the best defensive players. And I bet most people don't even know his name because that's yeah. the Falcons. I'm afraid of ring. the motel him and his mom live at. Story number two. It's NBA action tonight. Bates Motel, psycho. I, I know what that was. Okay, right. You know they redid that movie with Vince Vaughn? Yeah, yeah. Shot yeah, yeah. for shot. Why? Actually frightening. Why did Very they do, frightening. Why is it frightening? They all knew what was coming. He's frightening in it. He's, he's, he's frightening in it. He's Norman Bates in it? I'm not going to tell you now. Oh, what a twist. Uh, story number two. Grizzlies, Pelicans, Spurs, Bucks. Oh, my. Celtics, Warriors, and Suns, Trailblazers. Let's focus in on that. 10 o'clock tip-off out on the West Coast involving the Warriors and the Celtics. Uh, Levac, you and I touched on this, that Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. I believe we touched on this on our weekend show at Rivers Casino Resort. 11-1 will be there Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So the Warriors play the Celtics, and a lot of people could look at this matchup as a potential NBA Finals matchup. We know the Nuggets are the defending champions. We know the Heat are going to potentially make a move as well. But Celtics-Warriors, Levac, you take tonight's game on a Tuesday in December pre-Christmas is maybe a true evaluation of what the Warrior franchise can be without Draymond Green for their foreseeable future? Uh, No, not really. And, and I, I don't know how you could see any NBA Finals without the team that just beat the team that won the end season tournament. I mean, come on. The night they're dropping the banner for the end season tournament, the Knicks handle the Lakers, and you're going to come out here talking about the Celtics and the Warriors possibly being championship-type teams? I don't think so. Uh, the Warriors, they, it's weird because I felt like they had already decided to move on without Draymond Green, but then they didn't move on without Draymond Green. And they brought it back, and then they were like, well, we're not going to, you're going to come off the bench. We're not going to use you as much. And then they were okay with him. And then he attacked people, and you're like, okay. And now they and they, they attack people again. And you're like, well, I haven't seen the tape yet. And now he's going to be out for at least three or four more weeks, they said, while he continues to work on himself. Um, no, I don't. I think the Warriors are are, are in, in deep duty because I don't think they know what they are. I feel like this is a good test, but probably would only ask this question in mid-December of, are the Golden State Warriors good? I don't want to be the one who mm. says it right now on December 19th and says, they're done. They're one of the great dynasties in the modern era is over. And I claim that on December 19th, <laughs> you know, March, <laughs> February, April. There's a lot more that can play out. And if Golden State gets in as a seven seed or an eight seed, no one's going to look at Golden State and say that team is an underdog. Sacramento pushed them to the limit last season. And the influence of that series, I think, will still carry on. That if Sacramento had done that, how different the world would have been. Same going back to the Pacers and Cavaliers in one of LeBron's final seasons. That team got pushed when LeBron was almost out in Cleveland. How different it could have been if Indiana won that series. Well, we don't live in that timeline right now. That's not what the truth is. If Golden State gets smoked by 30 tonight against Boston at home, it won't influence me at all. I have to see Golden State miss the postseason. I have to see Golden State back in the lottery because of injuries. Again, that season where they were terrible was because of injuries. Until I actually think this dynasty's dead. Mm, I, I'm not saying it's dead. I just think it's it's definitely uh, let's, uh, life support adjacent. I don't. And story number one here. I don't want programs, but I feel like there's a much larger discussion to have here. And I'm going to combine just doing this in alphabetical order. 
Albany Great Dane basketball at home okay. tonight at their new arena, taking on the St. Fred Hart Pioneers. Okay. Tip-off set for 7 o'clock. And the Siena Saints at home, taking on the Cornell Big Red. Tip-off set for 7 o'clock. And both local basketball programs tip it off tonight. Yeah, stripper name, Big Red ones. Hey, as much as we can break down the Great Danes and the Saints, I want to have a bigger discussion about the transfer portal. Because Coach Dwayne Killings' squad right now, 6-5, and five, with a ton of transfers on that team. I think they're probably... For the, the team that shocked you the most so far this year. Absolutely. Because I don't think you expected it this, nearly this much from them. I thought they're going to stink. I'll be honest about it. Like, it's really hard to be really good with transfers that fast. The Santa Saints are 2-8. and eight. They have a very young roster, but the news, if you've been following it locally, is they just got a transfer player and had to go to what? This, I want to say the Supreme Court or some wild court case that had to be appealed through the NCAA and everything else that this was a multiple-player transfer. So the rule was that you could transfer to one school without having to sit out a year. But if you did it multiple times, then you might have to sit out a year. But not actually, that doesn't exist anymore either. Coach Carm was asked about the recent transfer and how much minutes, how much time he's going to get. Coach Carm said, quote, all of them. He's going to play all <laughs> the minutes tonight. All five positions, all the minutes. He's coaching. He's actually working concessions at MVP Arena. It's going to be amazing. I love that. I love Coach Carr just being just <clears throat> going to play all the time. Yeah. So as much as we could, we could break down the games, I think it's more about the transfer portal tonight. Levesque, what, if anything, do we make of the transfer portal's significant impact on both these local teams so far in December? I think it's been good. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm with you. I, I, I had hope for Albany, but I didn't think they could be as good as they are as fast. And you know my feeling on Coach Carr. I just, I, he does not coach for December. Of course, he wants his guys to get better every day. He's adding more talent. He'll coach. He He's coaching as you get closer to March. This team is going to get better and better and better and better and better, and then hopefully make a run in the tournament and then go dancing. That's exactly it. It's hard to figure out the portal. I can give you an answer right now. Just I got it. It's not, good. I'm not copping out on the answer, but it's true. Like We're going to find out this team when they hit conference play and how much different. And we can say the transfer is the greatest thing ever. So blah, blah. Yeah, get on the court. Let's find out. Let's see what you can do. Jim Beheim had a great quote about transfer players. 10 years ago, Wes Johnson, he said most of the time the reason a person transfers is because there's not plain enough. That no longer exists anymore. Now it's about I got under-recruited. I got under-minutes. I can play. It's hard to figure out the changing landscape of college basketball, and you and I say those radio hosts, not college basketball coaches, have to navigate this every single day. Yeah, and speaking of navigating, some of the storms coming up would be a lot easier to navigate if you're driving a Mohawk Chevrolet Silverado or Equinox, which are both Select vehicles that you can get uh, red tag deals right now at Mohawk Chevrolet. Did you know that, guys? That was a nice segment, Levesque. Thank you, because I know we're up against it. I know you're in a hurry. So here's <laughs> what we're going to do. We're going to tell you about all the great people and everything going on at Mohawk Chevrolet. How about the fleet service? I never get to talk about the fleet service. Day job, Techies, Belfour. Travis Horn, the general manager of Mohawk Chevrolet, walks into my office today and goes, what's up, Levesque? Here to pick up a vehicle, because we're getting work done on the fleet. He came and got it himself. He's like, I was in the neighborhood. Leaves his beautiful, long, white Tahoe out front. Hops in one of our Equinoxes, goes, gets the work done, brings it back, grabs another one of our pickups, goes and does it. That's what fleet service is, man. They take amazing care of you. One of the awesome services that Mohawk Chevrolet gives you. You buy your vehicle from Mohawk Chevrolet, you lease, you you do whatever you're going to do, you get your service done, and you know you got a, the, the Mohawk family on your side. Mohawk Chevrolet, together let's drive, where they always go out of their way to please you. Power rankings and, and everything coming up right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.8. C4, explosive energy, the boost, you can feel the pre-workout. Sometimes I drink it and just pretend I'm going to go work out, but I just want the boost. I just want the boost. 
It's like having a gym membership that you don't use all the time. You feel better because it's there, and it's like it's a pre-workout, but I'm really good at the pre, and I just feel good. I just need the kick in the pants. That's what I need. There are family members who are going to rib each other almost how much weight they've put on, or yeah. they're going to rib each other about them their lack of physical activity here this holiday season. That's your comeback. Say, I listened to LeVac and Gaz, yeah. and I had a C4 today, and they both told me that's basically working out. Yeah. Listen, it's you, the holiday season. I can't oh. be going to a gym. How many times you go to the gym this week? Three. All right. Well, I've had five pre-workouts, so that's that's bigger. That's better. That's just math. That's Sorry. Just, that's science right there. I went to the gym this morning. I had an orange slice. Thank no, you to C4. No, you pre-gym. Oh, like right. You pre, okay. you, yeah, you pre, I'm it. Like you, like you prepared for the gym. And failing to prepare is preparing to fail. It's John Wooden. That's right there. Boom. What do you, C4. You're going to go against John Wooden, C4, and LeVac and Gaz? That's a, that's a fatal four-way. You're going to lose. Okay? I had an orange slice this morning. It tasted great. I have relatives in. I know I had to keep my eye on the C4 because they're going to try to grab it because their schedules are going to be all over the place from flying in from different time zones. And you might be traveling, flying. You need that extra boost of energy to make sure you got that holiday spirit. Make sure you're having fun and enjoying time with friends and family. The way to do it is to get a C4 in your system today. Get it. If you've been waiting all throughout 2023, stop waiting. Now's the time. Perfect stocking stuffer. Just <laughs> put those C4s right in there. I've become predictable at work. There's like the day job when I'm over at Tech East. Uh, a Belfour company. I have to say that now, contractually obligated. Um, <laughs> like I'll be in between meetings, and all of a sudden you hear, pop, and you hear somebody there, like Mike Corner in the corner, go, "Levac sick in meetings." How do you know? He just popped another C4. <laughs> <laughs> Grab yourself some C4 today, uh, Stewart's great place to get it. Sometimes they have the two for one deal. I love that so much. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports ninety five nine and nine eighty. We have reached a, you know, a state of the bizarro world that no one ever thought we'd reach. Uh, anyone who's listened to this show for, you know, the, most of its incarnations, um, you know, one once upon a time we were on a, um, I'll call it a competing station. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> <It's not laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happened there. I mean, it hasn't competed. It hasn't you know, competed in a while. Um, and then we did the podcast, but during those two times, if I brought up power rankings, Gaz would lose his ever-loving mind. Now, if I don't bring them up, Gaz loses his ever-loving mind. You secretly love NFL power rankings now. Here's what's happened. And two it's not some secret. People know. 2023 happened. 2000 this year in the NFL happened, where it's hard for me to figure out who the best teams are because it's so crazy with upsets and surprises. It's pretty and easy. It's San Fran, Baltimore, Philly, Dallas, you know. My first, I'm going to, listen, it, it, this is week 16 of the power rankings. It Stop making not, up excuses. You just like the power rankings. It's not been like that. Bring out David Hellman and bring out the best. That's what you love. Let's all accept Hellman's not coming on the show. Not okay? with the way you talk about him. Let's accept it. I've got, I've got a few issues with people who haven't come on the show. Goals. Hold <laughs> me accountable. Just like we talk about C4, you hold guys accountable. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. You want David Hellman on the show. You want a few other things that may or may not happen. Make a list. Gaz's resolutions. Anyways, let me guess these power rankings. I'm ready. I got a C4 in my system. Okay. The 49ers are the best team in the NFL. Look at you. One for one. Ding, ding, ding. You're a winner. You should probably stop now. Baltimore is number two. Oh, two for two. I take it back. You, sir, are on fire. I don't know if you accidentally let those out or I would have got those without your help. But I didn't. I, oh, you, you opened the link? No, I didn't open the link. If you open the link to David Hellman's fine work at foxsports.com, I will be upset with you. You just started rambling teams out loud. Oh, okay. But I don't think I remember the third one. No, I don't. Good, because I don't think it was the one that he said. So. 
So last, you're, you're going to start getting real angry. I think not too long from I, now, and I do too. It I, may not be this one, but definitely by the next one, you're going to so gonna throw a fit. From last week, and David Hellman, to his credit, his pick this time last week influenced a lot of the conversation we had throughout the rest of the week about a New York team, because Buffalo was at five, and I had said one week ago, I said if Buffalo beats Dallas. The Buffalo Bills, who are not in the postseason right now. They're not. They're no, not in the playoffs. They're correct, not winning the division. Correct. If the season Hel- ended today. Hellman had him as the fifth best team in the NFL, and I believe Dallas was three last week. I do remember that. So I said, okay, so if Buffalo beats Dallas, they should be the third best team in the power rankings. But that won't make much sense because they're not even in the postseason. Right. But Hellman has them, I would guess, talking this out loud with you, that this David Hellman character. You think I've been talking here? This David Hellman character, even though the Bills aren't even leading the division, even though they're not the best division leader right now, I would put Buffalo at three. Ding, ding, ding. Three in a row. You, are, you sir, are in fuego. All right, so let's pause right there. If you're a Miami Dolphin fan, you are ticked at what I just said. If you're our guy Jake in the office, he's a big Dolphins fan. If you're Michael Pete who Jake's listens to the show, man? he is, yeah. Ooh. He's a Dolphins fan. Uh, our guy Billy from Schenectady, shout out to him. He's a big Dolphins fan. Dolphin fan, John Albany as well. You list every one of them? Every Dolphin fan. Dan Marino fan. probably likes them. What's the name? Ace Ventura, Dolphin yeah. fan. Uh, aren't no, they tick- he didn't like them. You can tell. Aren't, aren't they ticked? Aren't they ticked that even winning the division, even winning without Tyreek Hill, doing it with Tua, having hard knocks, you still can't get national love? Shouldn't Miami be here at three until Buffalo Beats you just, them in you the got division. it right. Just be, just be happy. You Answer got it the right. question. No, I think, I think if they neutral field right now, Buffalo slaps the hell out of Miami. That's wow. what I think. Wow, okay. that's what I think. Slaps the hell out of them. Slaps the daylights out of them. Is, is Tyreek Hill even playing? I mean, if Tyreek Hill's playing, they're not going to destroy him. Uh, you think so? Uh, where are they playing? In Miami. Did you, did you know? Did you know? That this week when Miami plays Dallas, it's like the first time. What did you, I think you sent me the stat, didn't you? Like that's the first time that two teams with this winning a record. Are, save save that stat for later in the week. Well, I, no, I oh, don't, are you doing right well, now? Wait, I believe I'm it's trying two, to remember where you said it. I believe it's two, the first time in the history of the NFL with two teams who have double digit victories are playing against each other who combine yeah, for yeah. less than two wins against teams with right. over. Cowboys versus Dolphins will be the first game in NFL history between. Teams with 20-plus combined wins, but one or fewer wins against teams above 500. Cowboys 1-3, and three, and the Dolphins 0-3 oh against teams above 500. There he is. That is the you st- sent that. Listen, that's the stat of the year. Dan Patrick does the stat of the day. That is the stat of the year. Well, I would take the Dolphins at 3. Uh, well, you'd be wrong. So it's the Bills. Uh, ask for 4. I would have put Philadelphia here, but Philadelphia, as we've covered today, lost to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I would not put them there. I would put, ooh, ooh, you can hear me hesitate here. Dallas would have been the pick because he loves Buffalo so much. Ooh, he loves the Bills. But I just talked up Miami. So you know what? I'm going to put Miami at four and Dallas at five. You both correct. Now oh. here's, So here's the thing, though. You almost talked yourself out of Miami after saying this should have been three. You almost talked yourself out of Miami at four. This is not David Hellman's fault. This is the multiple personalities in your melon fighting with each other over whatever scrap of cheese is left up there. Like, this is not – stop blaming David Hellman. You have you have rationalized his one through five perfectly so far. The Truman Show is not the movie. What is the movie 
with um, they go inside John Malkovich being is that the John movie? Malkovich. Is that what's happening to me now? Like, I is, don't. You just talk to yourself a lot, like a lot. Just you, sound, you know, you remind my dad, except for when he talked to himself, he was angry. I'd like to. I'd like to just clarify, and we could get fellow coworkers in here. This only happens during the show. My train of That's thought. That's not true. This door is not open here at iHeart in the GT Toy Studio, Toys with a Z, and I'm just wailing upon hot takes like the door's open and me just yelling out I have, takes. I have um, multiple videos of you trying to wrap a present last night and talking to yourself quite a bit. Your wife no, sent no, those no. to me. Hang on a second. <laughs> First of all, there were other people in the room. Yeah, I was you, conversing with them. I yeah, thought. Yeah, no. Thought. There's, there's a point where you can tell you're not talking to the other people in the room and you're talking to yourself. Strategizing how to do the top of the pro- it's it was it was classic gods. Who you got at number six? Let the record show. And I'll talk to myself out loud at work in my head. Lies. Maybe All I lies. do. Uh, number six. The Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. That's your guess. That's my guess. So you don't sound confident. I don't feel confident in it. Good because he's got him at nine. He's at the Kansas City Chiefs at nine. We're talking about six here. You know, that's the upside down nine. Yeah. Here's why I thought about Kansas City at six, because the teams below them, who would I feel more confident in now at this point? Just going to rattle teams off. I will put another guess here at six, but I'm just rattling them off now. I'm saying, you know, I was dancing between the Browns, the Bengals, the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars, anybody else in the AFC West? Not really. Uh, Okay. Now I know who six is. I did miss one. This is the Lions. This should be the Lions. No. What? No. Okay. Where's the where's Detroit's at seven? Eight. What? Did Jared Goff just look like an MVP? Oh at home? Gosh. He looks like an MVP at home. All right. Seattle just beat Philadelphia. I don't think Seattle can be this high. That's way too high. There's a bunch of AFC South teams. And we're going for number six here. All right. You had one, two, three, four, five. You got right. Uh, you've been with it ever since. It's not Detroit. It's not Kansas City. I guess I'm going to guess Seattle. And it took Seattle and the flu and a bum knee to beat number six, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's probably right. And the refs didn't, you know, listen, I've already gone into all that. I think I think I would have honestly put now, and I've been a fan of Philadelphia through most of this season, if I had to re-rank them just today, and we discussed Jalen Hurts, if you missed it, Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app, Today at this moment, the 4 o'clock hour on December 19th, I would have Philadelphia below Kansas City and below Detroit because I question what the future is for Jalen Hurts. I question what Philadelphia's secondary can do. Philadelphia's been a great team all season. It's one of the things that happens all the time in sports. They are not the team that they were in September and October that looks like the team that's going to enter January. So I would have them in eight. So that's not how this game goes, though. I have to guess more teams. Uh, did you give me a number on Detroit? Detroit is at eight. Okay. And Kansas City is at nine. Yeah. So somebody's here at seven. Correct. That's how math <laughs> that's works. That's how math works, guys. You're doing it, buddy. Keep it up. You're doing great. He's talking to himself again. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna guess the I'm gonna guess the Colts. <laughs> I think you said this team. I think you've mentioned this team. No, you've mentioned this team as part of your like who's better than this or whatever, blah blah blah. The Cleveland Browns. Okay, I had a few. I had a lot of teams I mentioned there. The Cleveland Browns. That defense. Joe Flacco looks like he's he's fitting in nicely until he runs into a good defense. Gosh, the seventh best team in the NFL has a what fourth string quarterback? 
Because he really is the horse. Whoa, you're not Wacko for Flacco yet? Well, it was Watson, it was Walker, it was DTR, and we're down to Flacco. Four-string quarterback who wasn't on a roster in October. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes you got to keep fishing before you find the right match. You know what I'm saying? I think that point. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say one more thing about the Browns, and I'll move on to the top ten. That says more about Watson than anything. Uh, that shows how yeah. bad that contract is if they're winning with a four string quarterback and they're a top seven team in the league. It doesn't not say that. That's for sure. So it's, Detroit and Kansas City, they round out the top ten. Uh, somebody from the South has to be in there, Mike. I'm gonna do the Colts one more time. Is it the Colts here at ten? Nope. Okay. The Colts. Are all the way down at 17. I would love to guess Tampa Bay right here. Tampa Bay is my final guess, and then I'm done, and I'm guessing the New York. You mean the number 14 Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Sorry. Okay. How about the Houston Texans at 10? Uh, I mean, I went. Look, I went between three of those South teams. I didn't want to guess Jacksonville because I don't know what Trevor Lawrence's status is. I think Indy and Houston's gonna be another great game when they face off. If they, I believe they have a Week 18 coming up. But those teams are all really close. I believe they're all at eight and six right now. So kind of a coin flip for me. I'm not gonna fight that one on Hellman. You know, Jacksonville 15, Cincinnati 16, Colts 17. Uh, How about the number 21 up eight spots? Las Vegas Raiders. You put Brandon Staley across the field from that team and his defense, and they'll dominate everyone. (laughs) Or score nothing. One or the other. Um, Let's guess the New York team. Let's go. What do you got? All right. I would, I would guess the Giants are still ahead of the Jets because of the recent play for Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito. I would put the Giants at 25. All right. They've been in the mid-20s basically all season. and sometimes All of your logic 30s. is sound, except for the fact that you picked it's the Jets at 25. So the Jets are at 25. Everything you said is true, but you put the wrong New York team at 25. Uh, the Giants at 24. 23. Atlanta Falcons at 24. Uh, Even though the Jets have been very bad, they've had more glimpses of hope than the teams below them. I actually don't have that much of an issue with the Jets at 25. I was going to guess 27, so I thought they were going to be within one to two spots of each other. Teams, even though Arizona, I'm just going to rattle off some teams here. I would guess the worst team still the uh, Carolina Panthers at 32 and New England at 31. Remember, Carolina won this week. They did. 9-7. All right, I'll put New England at the bottom then. No. Chicago? No. Arizona? Who put the worst stinker out this week? The Chargers. Correct. Chargers 32. Oh, no. Panthers 31. New England 30. Then the Steelers, Commanders, Cardinals. Cardinals up 27. The Chargers, I believe, have won four games of this season. Carolina's won Uh, two. You are are incorrect. They've won five. Okay. But they also gave up 62 points to a very terrible Raiders team. (laughs) I would say of the bottom of that barrel, that is the one I disagree with the most because, again, five games, I think, well, combined. The Panthers down there and the Patriots have won five combined. So that'd be two and three. Killing it with the math today. Only two teams have given up more than 62 points, 60 points this year. I mean, only two. The other one was against the – and that was the Panthers in that Dolphin game that I bet oh, the under in. That, that was the Broncos. Thank you. I did bet the under in that game. Yep, I remember. That worked out well for you. <laughs> it did. Not. Um, Denver, though, where is where is Denver? Denver's still still sitting up 13. Denver's on their way. All right. Bring out the helmet. Bring out the best power rankings. Yeah, you, you you are starting to see things his way, which is even better. Because it just it just proves that you've been full of doo-doo this entire time. You love power rankings. That's you love <laughs> you love what he's what, what David Hellman brings to the table here. You're listen, it's okay. It's okay to admit you've been wrong. It's okay to admit you've been All wrong. All season, even though the rankings have changed. Well, because now you're starting to see them the same way. Now you're starting to understand the logic. 
of who's the better team now, not who's the better team, you know, in 1975, you know. Never thought that. That's kind of, you know, well, Sosa won the title last year and blah, 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 blah. Well, then this ain't last year. This ain't last year anymore, buddy. You know what you need to do? You elevate your thinking, like Elevation 10,000. Maybe you should take this moment and go look at Elevation10k.com and just, and just reflect on how you could elevate your brand the way David Hellman's elevating his. Maybe ask David McClett and the crew over at Elevation 10,000. I had to go into work super early this morning. Do you know who I ran into? Dave McClett. Oh, Josh. Our oh. guy Josh. Oh, yeah. Josh. Josh was out right. there. So, like, they're always working. They're always making things happen. They're always coming up with a better way to run your website, a better strategy for your marketing, uh, a better apparel, all of it. That's what they do at Elevation 10,000, guys. Elevate your brand today with Elevation 10,000. We both know from experience, whether it's apparel, whether it's social media, marketing, making a plan for your list. If you're going to take that final week off of December, maybe you're calling out, maybe you're an independent business owner, market 2024. LeVac Gus said, reach out to Elevation 10,000. All I can do is elevate your brand. There is mm -hmm. no negatives of yeah. working with Elevation 10,000. Yeah. Having a new audience that you can connect with, Elevation 10,000 can help you do that. You know, LeVac, that might be the last time we do power rankings in 2023. I had fun doing that. Aww. Usually I'm frustrated. I'm mad. I actually had fun. Didn't I? Mm -hmm. I had fun, right? I had fun. <laughs> He's done talking to yourself. Uh, listen, we got play of the day coming up. I, I will tell you right now that it'll continue to be fun because my play is going to come from the Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl. That's right. Next right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. USX Pest Control. Yeah. My friends, I'll tell you what. You uh you got to have the right company working with you when you're you know you're inviting them into your home, you're trusting them to keep your house safe from from pests and rodents and bats and ugh, all the nasty yucky things out there. You know what? The yard, you want the yard safe from ticks and mosquitoes, and that's why you go to usxpest.com, schedule that free inspection, and then just like Gaz and I, your house like the rodents, the pests, all those things I've always had to worry about because my I have a very old house. That's thing of the past. You know from experience. I know from experience. USX Pest Control. Now that I'm talking out loud with you, uh, they're over at my house right now. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> I just are. just realized that. How you doing? Scheduled an appointment for 3 to 5 today. Probably should have given my wife a heads up about that, that USX Pest Control is coming over. Uh, maybe I should look at my phone during the show. But she knows Tim and Frank and Victor that USX Pest Control does a great job, as always, to stop over at our homes. They Is your dad there? No, he's not there. Okay. He's not there. Are he, the sister in laws there? Yes. Ooh, what's up? Yeah. What's up, Vic? You having fun? Huh? Well, eye candy for you? Whatever it is for your home, whether it's your attic, your basement, or spots you just don't get into your home as often as you should, USX Pesco will set up that plan for you and go inform and having a safe and healthy home headed 2024. Vic, just real quick, go, hello, ladies. Uh, USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection today. Do it. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Time for the play of the day. It's brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. Find new roads at Mohawk Chevy, where, of course, they always go out of their way to please you. Uh, I was talking to um, a buddy of mine today. We were talking about beer. And then, uh, we were, then all of a sudden, it turned to trucks, and he's like, "Wait, what? What do you drive?" I'm like, "Dude, how long has it been since we talked? Like, I, I've got my myself around." He goes, "Good, I'm a Chevy guy too." I'm like, "I, I know that. I remember. I'm not stupid." But <laughs> it was just, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, play of the day. Last night, I got hosed. Got completely hosed. Not not happy about it. But I will say thanks to Bear Felica, I was playing with house money. Have you have you uh, have you listened to the Bear Bets, the podcast, and all that stuff? Oh, don't. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna make. You, 
hurt somebody's feelings here. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, I have. Five? I oh, have yeah. listened to the Bear Bet podcast. Okay, not a fan. Really? Here's, um, here's the. Let, let me explain why. Okay. Because you and I might have a very similar take, but as I've conceded sometimes on the show, the way in which I think is not the majority sometimes, especially when it comes to consuming media. Okay. I feel like those two aren't friends. They don't have to be. Um, you could be great. You could be a, a great show and not be friends. I'm with you. I think the show started with those two in different states, different areas, uh, remote. And it's hard to build a chemistry for a new show when you're remote to start off. Then they moved in studio, and it still was a little clunky. To me, just because his former co-host, Bear, and him were tight friends and in the studio and kind of knew their strengths, it's a little too clunky for me. I'm being maybe way too critical, but that's my take on the Bears Bad Podcast. I'm going to tell you why I agree with you and then why I disagree with you all at once. I think you're right. Like, let's let's be clear. Clear. Or Claire. Hi, I'll be Claire. Um, Bear and Stanford Steve were good friends, and you could tell. You didn't have to fake it. You didn't have to develop it. Whatever. Um, and as much as, like, Bear's, Bear's kind of dry. You know what I mean? Um, Stanford Steve is a little dry, but at the same time, he still has personality. And he still is very, like, his his voice is like your buddy giving you a high five and handing you a beer. That's what his voice is. Jeff Schwartz is not that same dude. He's pretty dry as well. He's very knowledgeable. But, like, you got to know how to needle him to get him to be that kind of embrace that you're looking for. So I just, I think it's, I, I think they're both very good. I enjoy it on a different level. There were times that the old show that Bear was on was so comfortable comfortable for me. I'd be listening to it for 10, 15 minutes driving, and I wouldn't retain any of it. Like, now I actually <laughs> hear everything that's being said, so I like it a little better. Um, the reason I bring it up is Bear dropped this nugget of wisdom last week on the show that single-digit underdogs in bowl games over the last, like, four or five years cover 55% of the time. Oh. 73% of those times, they went outright. So I didn't know anything about Western Kentucky versus – uh, what the heck was it yesterday? I can't remember. Old Dominion. Yeah, and but I just looked over. I was like, Western Kentucky, getting seven, eight points. I'm gonna go ahead and just money line them, and sure enough, they're down twenty-eight nothing out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, that's you know, there's two tacos thrown away for no reason. That's great. I look, I go uh, meet a buddy for a couple cold pops. I, I look up at the TV and and I just won. So that I that knowledge, just you know, hey, look, if you're gonna take a flyer. On a single-digit underdog in the bowl season, you might as well just bet them to win outright because you'll probably make more money long-term. So that covered some of what happened to me with the Eagles last night. So that's that's what I was meant to share with you, and then you just had to go ahead and just assassinate Bear and, and Jeff Schwartz. <laughs> Pontificate about the <laughs> rules and regulations of sports media high upon my horse. And- I like the group chat thing they do. I like, the, I like the name of it. I like that everybody just kind of chimes in randomly. I kind of like that. Like, I almost feel like we got to steal something like that in the future. I do, too. Is it too self-gratifying of, hey, it's just your friends on the podcast? Or is that very real? Like, that could be the future. If it's Look, I can't. Well, it depends on your friends. There you go. I can't have the first criticism of, hey, it doesn't sound like they're friends and aren't getting along, too. You well, know what? I really don't like that group chat segment where they're friends and they're getting along. But, pick one or the other. But pick you also have to remember that the group it's of friends. Ellie fr- from the podcast, oh. Born. Get out of here, Ellie. Wow. She just. Hey, listen. The light's on. All right? Wow. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
the when, when your friends are all Vegas insiders and you're doing a betting podcast, it's fine. Yes. Like it's okay. Like if, <laughs> like if it was like here's my here's my buddy Al. Hey, hey everybody. Who you like this week, Al? Kit Kats. What? No, no, get out of here. Um, no, it's wow. You just like are. You, I said, look. You I, know what? what? I know. I know exactly what's going on, everyone. What? I know exactly what's going on, because this latest version of Levac and Gaz is very wager heavy. I think you're just. I think you're. You're trying to hold them up against us, and you're and you're trying to pick pick them apart because you feel like we're actually kind of competing, even though we're on the same family of networks. Uh. No, subliminally you're doing it. No, subliminally yes. You 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 always loved Bear. You loved Jeff Schwartz. Uh, now you're getting to the answer. Now you're now closer. all of a sudden you're like, well, they're doing some of the stuff we're doing. Bear and Jeff Schwartz. I would have liked them as a guest this year in 2023. There's no reason it we, didn't we happen. Call we could. It just didn't happen. I, I think, bet you. I bet you they'd come on. Bear would. He's especially now that we tell Bear. Hey, by the way, Belmont's up here. Bear would be like, all right, I'm on my way. No, it's not till June, Bear. I, I feel a little, maybe this is more about the Jeff Schwartz thing, because you and Jeff Schwartz had a very good relationship. I used to call Jeff Schwartz every week. You talk to Jeff Schwartz every single week. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a part of it, too. Maybe uh, I feel like we've been left out. Maybe you're right, Levesque. It's a deeper problem with me and Chris Felica and Jeff Schwartz. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Uh, do you have a play for tonight, though? I do have a okay. play for this evening. I am, I'm going back into the bowls, and I, am, and I feel confident. I feel comfortable. I feel good. Uh, the Roadrunners, UTSA, their QB is solid. Maybe the best one they've had since they've started being relevant again. Beep, beep. Uh, 12 and a half point faves. A little, little taco money on that. But I like the over, over 51 and a half. So that's where I'm going. I'm going UTSA minus 12 and a half, over 51 and a half. Actually, I would take, as long as you get north of like 53, I like the over tonight. That's There's my a, real play. I like that. I have no pushback against that. I, there were stats. I would hope not. There were stats years ago that, back everybody else we know. that I believe Marshall and Temple back in 2021 were the most covered teams in college football for a 10-year span. But you've laid out stats about bowl games and betting and wagering. Wow, the numbers come plummeting down. Since I said 12 and a half, it's down to 9 and a half. I feel like everyone heard what my wisdom, and they were like, I'm in. It was the, the split second there. It the just pod- happened. It was like, boom! The podcast Ash- audience Ash- was like, what the heck happened there? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put UTSA in a group. This is a long-term okay. play here. UTSA, SMU is okay. in this group. James Madison's in this group. Houston. There's like four or five schools. I'm just going to leave it there. There's about four or five of them. Okay. Then the next five to ten years compete in the college football playoff and are considered a really good school for football. Well, SMU of, has an unfair advantage. There you go. Like some of these bigger cities in Texas, San Antonio, SMU with Dallas, uh, James Madison who was at FCS Power. People didn't. There that's are going to be advantage. schools that that's are good. Not the advantage I'm talking about. SMU has a history of knowing how to pay players. They, they, you, <laughs> you think paying players is your ally? I was born paying players. It's true. It's they, they don't. Nobody knows how to pay players. Like Southern Methodist, Methodist my friend. The fact no they raced. I love this from earlier this summer. They raised a hundred million dollars within forty-eight hours, and the reason it wasn't faster is because the checks couldn't clear that fast. <laughs> They're going to be a power, and Texas San Antonio is going to be in the mix. They're going to be in a college football playoff sometime soon because they built a really good program as well. Uh, you have an exciting bowl game over a play between rising programs whose futures looks great. You're welcome. I've decided to go the complete opposite direction and decided to bet a college basketball December under 
involving a boring basketball program that finds success and what should be a more exciting basketball program that struggles to find shooters. That's Virginia and Memphis. Tip-off set for 7 o'clock. The over-under is 132. When you see Virginia basketball, don't you just instinctively bet the under? Here I go, 132 and a half, and I'm betting because of a young roster and young shooters on Memphis. Is it a one I want to watch? No, uh, but I'll still wager on it. That feels like my favorite play of the night. Virginia against a young roster in the Tigers. Give me the under 132, even though Memphis is at home in that game. See, as you like, again, it's another play that you've, you've put in front of us during the play of the day, thanks to our good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. That makes sense to me, right? It makes what you're saying makes sense to me. But whenever that happens and I follow along on your wager, I I get to, I just lose because you suck. So, um, and that's why you hate Bear, and that's why you hate Jeff Schwartz, and that's why you hate Christmas. Um, no, I so I just uh, yeah I can't I can't ride with you. I can't for two reasons. There's also a chance that I'm jinxing you somehow by jumping on board. So I'll, I, I'm I'm gonna I tell you I like I like what you're saying, but um, but no, I'm not gonna get not gonna get involved. Not gonna okay. Help. No, you're on your own with the the under in Virginia. A, I, I'll ride with the over. For UTSA and Marshall, that's a fair pass. I'm right. okay with that. Um, real, you know how every once in a while I get lucky and I find these like stupid dating articles. Yes. Um, I've I found one. I want to share some some new terminologies with you. Oh, okay. So for it all revolves around the holiday season. So you know what you have, you know what cuffing is. Yes. Cuffing is when you like mutually agree to be together for the winter because it's warmer and like you know it's a depressing season. So you know, listen, we'll just we'll just kind of we'll get through it together. And then when, when when cuffing season is over, peace out, Girl Scout. As I believe you and I have said in the past, cuffing season, just call it cuddling season. Just rename it. Just call it cuddling. You want someone to cuddle with in the winter. Uh, well, here's 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 some other ones for you, right? And I think this is my – I almost want to – like I'm looking at this list, and I got it from uh, Lad Bible, which is a great resource if you hate your life. Um, here's, here's, um, here's one. This is kind of like cuffing. It's called snow globing. This is during the holiday season, and it's a lot like cuffing, except for only one of you knows that it's cuffing, and it has an expiration date. So it's like <laughs> gaslighting, but for the holiday season, it's snow globing. So it's like, it's like, hey, hey, Paul, you you still snow globing that girl? She's in the bathroom, man. Chill out, whatever. Um, <laughs> how about uh, snow storming? This is basically where one person takes stock in their life as the year comes to an end. And makes a decision to drop all of those in their life they perceive as toxic and makes them unhappy. And it ends up being the boyfriend or girlfriend. And they out. <laughs> that's cold. Snowstorming. Ooh, that's cold. Here's my here's my favorite. And this is the coldest of all. Scrooging. This is where person A dumps person B just before Christmas rolls around so they don't have to get them a present. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine it's like... I really, I really like you, but yeah, like a hundred dollars for for you know a night out or or, or two hundred for jewelry. It's an investment I'm just not willing to make in you in this relationship. To, to, show, <laughs> to show how unadvanced I am in the world of dating, this is what happens when you date somebody in high school and end up getting married to them. I would have that last one is so funny, but I actually could see that one in like middle school and high school. If, like, for oh. instance, like, someone doesn't have a job, but they're dating, like, they have to ask their parents, like, Mom, I have to get my girlfriend Jennifer a gift. You're not getting her a gift. Hey, Jennifer, I talked to my mom and dad. We got to break up for, like, a month. <laughs> we can get back together in, like, the second well, semester. <laughs> it's like, 
I mean, it, it kind of is that level because a lot of times, like, you know, your your boyfriend or girlfriend in, in school is is legitimately just somebody like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah, I'll be your girlfriend. We're by friend girlfriend now. And then, like, a day later, you're like, I don't even know. You smell bad. I'm out. You smell like cabbage. And, like, but there was, you know, it was not, it's not like you had an involved relationship. It's the thing that makes the scrooging part so interesting to me is, like, just literally, like, you're you're putting a dollar value on, on how you feel about the person. So it's like, you know, like if you spend uh, $200 per present on important people in your life or $100 or whatever it is, and then you look at it and you're like, man, I was thinking about breaking up with you before, but it didn't come around. But now, like, 100 bucks? Hmm. Too rich for my blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're putting a dollar value on the end of it. That's what you're doing. It's 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 amazing, and I'm uh, I'm 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 good with it. I'm good with I'm good with scrooging. I'm, I am. Um, you're pro scrooging. I'm pro scrooging. <laughs> Can you imagine like you're sitting there and like literally just I just looked ahead and saw what we have to talk about next, and I went, you know, all she really wants for Christmas is like a family four pack to the Firewolves game. That's, I mean, it's only like a hundred. <laughs> whole night together probably gonna be 200 bucks tops for all of us but yeah it's a lot plus i gotta hang out with her family nah peace out i'm going to i'm going to the firewalls without her <laughs> speaking about the firewalls levac don't forget coach clark is going to join us on thursday 345 on thursday coach clark is going to join us we're going to have a packed show coming up it's gonna be a lot of fun i say packed show we only got an hour that day so it's gonna be crammed in we're gonna have coach clark joining us albany firewalls on social media Make sure to follow them, ALB Firewolves, ALB Firewolves across Instagram, Facebook, social media, and more. So many great spots to support a local team. And as you mentioned, LeVac, this holiday season, if you're looking for that perfect gift, if you're getting down to the wire, you don't know what to grab, season tickets, single game tickets, apparel, and more. Supporting the local team that is the Albany Firewolves. They're playing such great lacrosse right now. Continue to follow them. If you've missed it, one more time on social media, and go on demand on the iHeart app. Go back and listen to past interviews with Alex Simmons and Coach Clark and Ty Kurtz and more. We're so excited to continue to support the Albany Firewolves here in 2023 and in 2024, the Albany Firewolves. Continue. Keep rolling on. Albany Firewolves lacrosse this season. I wonder if it works the other way. Like, I'm going to break up with you. What if I take you to the Firewolves? I'll hang around for a little while longer. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, time for us to uh, roll on out. Uh, yeah. We uh, would be, are we, wait, tomorrow we are. Tomorrow wait. we're live in studio. And then, uh, yeah, nine Thursday abbreviated, Friday we're out live. Friday we're out live at Hooters. Our final live show in studio for two hours tomorrow. Okay, cool. Got it. All right, I like all this. This is a good plan. Uh, let's let's go ahead and, and hit the old road ski. It's uh, Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, and guys, please hit that button.